It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Good morning. Welcome to Tuesday. This is Game Time, your first word in sports. We welcome you into the program as we talk sports live and local just the way you like it on this Tuesday morning. Around the horn we go. Ward White, good morning. How are we? Good. Ryan, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Tom? I'm good. I'm good. All right, guys. We played the national championship. Basketball's in the back in the uh, rearview mirror for on the college side. What did we think of last night's game? Um, entertaining. Oh, really? Yeah. I think so. It was really back and forth for the first like five minutes, but they got a little sloppy there towards the end of the first half. Wow. I just. Did you ever feel like once Connecticut took a lead and got it close to double figures, 8, 9, 10, did you ever feel like San Diego State was – and I know they cut it to five in the second half, but did you ever truly feel like, hey, they've got a chance? They're, I mean, this is this – is, I never really did. I, I thought so there when they started pulling close. When they got within five, I thought, uh-oh. This, Here they come? This, this could be interesting. Yeah. I give Connecticut credit. They uh, they pushed away. They did. San Diego State just couldn't find a good look. And when they had a good look, they couldn't make it. Would they go 11 minutes without a basket? Almost, yeah. I think they missed like 13 straight field goals. Wow. Had a couple of, you know, and the crazy part is, is they stayed in the game because Connecticut wasn't exactly putting it in the bottom of the net either. No. I mean, it was like 20 to 12 there. And you're like, holy, for me, it was like, I'm, I'm watching paint dry. It just, it was, to me, just not, I don't know. It just didn't seem, it was just different. I mean, they, I don't know if it was because both defensive groups were, were really good. They were playing aggressive defense. Yeah, well, that was, yeah, especially San Diego State. They didn't mind getting in your hip pocket. No. I mean, they lived there and they didn't care if they fouled. So... Anyway, uh, we'll get into that a little bit uh, in our uh, in our next segment, and uh, talk a little bit about uh, that game and and uh, put the finishing touches on it. Ward, the Rangers are just ninety seven wins away. Mm-hmm. It's not bad, is it? No. First week of the season, just ninety seven. Ryan, I mean, what happened to that offense? By the way, that eleven know. runs a game offense. <laughs> It disappeared last night. Boy, did yeah, it only, ever. Only one hit. I think a lot of the the wind was taken out of their sails when Josh Smith went down and they had to take him to the hospital. But still, regardless, they had a bad night. Only one hit because they weren't doing much before that happened anyway. No, they weren't. Uh, just didn't – just weren't productive offensively. But that's their first loss. So, look, I'm okay with 161 and 1. I, I think that would – that's a fine. You're not buying. You're still uh, not buying. I'm, I'm not buying. Still not buying. Are you buying the fact that they are much better on the mound than any of us thought they would be? At least early? So far, yeah. No, it still scares me about can this team stay healthy on the mound? Both starters and bullpen. Well, that's going to be the key. But I seem to, th- I, I don't know. They just, first week, they seem, they, they've got some pieces, it appears. 
And, and again, I know that they rolled the dice on a couple of guys. And right now, those guys are, are throwing it well. Mm-hmm. Now. <laughs> right. We'll, we'll see later. Long way to go. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, let's get back together in September and see where we are. But right now, it's kind of fun to watch. I mean, and listening to the, the national guys, uh, you know, there was two national broadcasts, because, I guess because of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. But one guy, I mean, one of the, and I can't remember which, one, which broadcast it was, talked about three, maybe even four teams out of the American League West making it to postseason because the division was so stinking good. Now, are we getting the cart before the horse? I don't know. Could but, be. you know. Seattle's going to be good. Houston's going to be good. Right. There's two that you can probably pencil in right now, and barring the, injuries. The only one that he kind of had a you, – you drew a line through was Oakland. Yeah, they're not good at all. Right. But the other four, the Angels and the Rangers, good ball clubs. Don't the Angels have like the two best players on the planet? Yes. Yes. So why would they not be the best team in baseball? Because that's all they got. Because, yeah, you, you got two guys and everybody else is not very good. Or okay. Well, yeah. Maybe okay. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into a little Ranger talk at, at some point here. Spring football continues on. We'll get into that a little bit. We've got an interesting story thought we'd share with you a little bit later on. So, that, that's kind of it in a nutshell today. Uh, Shehan Jayaraja from CBS Sports will join us. We'll... Talk some college football with Shahan coming up at the, at the bottom of the hour. So, anything you uh, you went to start a track meet on Friday? How'd mm-hmm. that go? Great, had a good time, enjoyed it. Got you some sun, a little bit. Yeah, happens. So, what's your next one? I mean, you got another one coming up next week in Temple. You're in Temple. Yeah, district track meet. How about that? That'd be on Wednesday and Thursday. So you don't have to have a guy that's there to. Shoot a gun or as the false start guy? Yeah, I'll have a backup starter. Oh, okay. I want to do that. I just want to, you know, I want to make it up. Yeah, that's a false start. You know, <laughs> whether it is or isn't, it's irrelevant. Yeah, yeah no, that's a false start. We're yeah, doing they, that again. They'd, they'd really appreciate that. I'm sure. I'm sure you'd have some really com- good conversations with coaches. We're going to have a do over. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a do-over. All right, uh, let's see. What else do we got going on here this morning? Uh, so you're starting track meets, and you're watching baseball. I watched a little bit of both last night. So caught some baseball, caught some, caught the basketball game. I was, uh, I was listening to the Rangers as I was watching the game, so I was kind of multitasking. I got you. I got you. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the women's attendance. I want to talk a little bit about, that, about that at some point. At the peak of the broadcast or the telecast, 12.6 million people. Why? Why this year? Why now? What, what was different about this championship than the last championship? Uh, or the one before that? Well, I'd have to say the personalities that were in the game, you had the best player in the game playing, and you had the best coach in the game coaching. And they were coming off – Iowa coming off beating that that one loss to South Carolina as well, so there's probably some intrigue in there as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, boy, you know, and again, I mentioned this yesterday. Was I dead wrong? I said everybody's playing for second place. You're playing, you know, whoever gets South Carolina is going to get beat by twenty. 
Well, first of all, you're not getting South Carolina because Iowa took care of that. Mm-hmm. What what a shocker in the, in the semifinals, huh? And you're right. I think that probably did increase the intrigue and the interest. Like uh, yeah. who who in the world beat beat an undefeated team in the semifinals? Mm-hmm. You got to be pretty good. Yeah. And then they get thumped. I mean, did you ever think Iowa truly was in the game after after LSU kind of separated? Uh, I I think I think LSU kind of bullied them around a little bit, especially in that second half. I agree. I agree. I mean, they they made a run, tried to anyway, mm-hmm. just wasn't there. That's how, that's how I felt about Sandy. Even when it got to five last night, I said, I I just I don't I don't think Connecticut's threatened. When they got it to five and they missed that three, I thought, well. That's it. It's going to be difficult. Well, because you you blink and it was back to eleven, mm-hmm. and it just yeah. it just they was. knocked down that three and it's a two point game. Yeah, uh, well, I yeah. Think it's if a you do whole that, whole different ball game. Yeah, if you get it to a, if you get it to a bucket, then you know you're a stop away from mm-hmm. from getting the game tied. But that you know it just wasn't the case. And after that, it was just I don't know. I thought San Diego State had to fight. Like a, like crazy for everything that they got last night. That's the way they played all year long, though. In Connecticut, how many layups did they miss? Quite a few. Yeah, it was it was uncanny how many point blank shots that they missed and putbacks. But you know what you didn't see from San Diego State, and I haven't looked at the stats, and maybe we can pull them up. How many second chance points did they get? How many offensive rebounds did they get? They got None. Quite a- well, they got they got a couple there on that little run. But for the most part, they were one and done on just about every trip. Mm-hmm. It was early in the game, yeah. Yeah, and Connecticut would go down there and and just create separation. But man, I kept going, where is the off who's crashing the glass? You know, who's who's Well, Yukon's bigs had something to do with that. Well, they they were longer. They, the length there was was mm-hmm. was just so much better. It's just so much better. All right, so that's kind of where we are this morning. We're going to dive into the championship game a little bit. Uh, we'll hear from Jim Nance. And uh, as they uh, – isn't it kind of cool, though, his last championship game he calls in his hometown? Yeah, that's that's really the – Yeah, so interesting stuff there. All right, uh, 710, 10 minutes after 7, we welcome you into the program. This is game time. Your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad to have you with us. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Your first word in sports, and we're going to get to. Uh, we're going to. We're, we're also brought to you by Morrison's Gifts. You know, at Morrison's Gifts, you can get anything, anything you're looking for—a birthday gift, an anniversary gift. Maybe it's you know, maybe you want an Easter gift. You can do that at Morrison's Gifts, or just just because maybe you maybe it's because it's Tuesday you want to get her that special gift you can you could certainly do that uh, at Morrison's Gifts you could choose from uh, you can choose from John Hart leather goods you can choose from Consuela products you can choose key rings time candles uh, jewelry all these things you can get at a great deal at Morrison's Gifts they offer free gift wrapping you know Morrison's is a Baylor alumni own business and they're going to take great care of you i promise you're going to go there and they're going to ask you you know what can we help you with what can we do for you you're going to say i don't know i'm just you know i just want to do something nice for for betsy 
Who's Betsy Ward? I don't know. But we're going to do something nice for, for Betsy. And, and then they're going to take it from there. They're going to ask you a bunch of questions. They're going to kind of get things squared away. And then you're going to have a great selection to choose from. You're going to get that gift. They're going to, Sally or somebody on the staff is going to, going to get it wrapped up for you. And then you're going to be a hero when you get home after work today. That's what they do for you at Morrison's Gifts. Great place. It's 4308 West Waco Drive. It's uh, right down from Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. Glenn Moore and Baylor Bear Softball on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball out of Big 12 Conference play. Four non-conference games coming up in Knoxville, Tennessee. Two games on Thursday, two on Friday against Mercer and Tennessee. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 Softball every game on 101.3 FM. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Everything we do, we do for you. Looking for a checking account that earns 4% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money? It's a first central credit union slam dunk. Be the MVP. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. APY's annual percentage yield, eligibility, and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians and welders. They offer great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. My house has a new my windows, universal windows direct. 
spring is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. All right, 716, good morning. If you're getting out and about this morning, drive safely on your way to work, maybe to school. Tom Ward and Ryan, this is game time. Your first word in sports presented by Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Hey, by the way, if uh, you want to jump in with us we'd love to hear from you you can jump on the cnc collision center text line at 254-662-1660 254-662-1660 or you can jump in on the phones uh 662-1660 as well 254-662-1660 your choice uh let's see uh, w- real quick ward i i wanted to pass this along to you because i know how much you love to keep up with this stuff from our cnc collision center text line the 903 area code so the rangers are on track for one twenty-two and forty. Okay, <laughs> I, I didn't say it. I'm just I'm just reading it. I know. Is that accurate? No. Oh come on, Ward. You gotta believe. You gotta have faith. There's a song realistic. in there someplace. You, there's a song in there. You gotta have faith. Mm. There definitely is a song. There. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, last night. Again in Houston, the uh, uh, the uh, Connecticut Huskies win it over San Diego State, seventy six to fifty nine, and w- we were just looking. And sometimes the perception is is not accurate. You just looked at the numbers, and actually San Diego State had more offensive rebounds than did Connecticut. Yeah, but it was a low low output. number for both teams. Twelve to ten, San yeah. Diego State led in that regard. And San Diego State obviously didn't shoot at a, at a at the same type of percentage. No, thirty two percent. In which they four of their seven losses they shot thirty five percent or worse. So when they were forced to shoot score from the field instead of going up to the rim, they were in trouble because they couldn't get past UConn's interior. Well, that was it, Ward. I mean, the perimeter they were trying to. They're not a three point shooting team. And they were, and they fired some threes because they weren't getting to the basket. Well, they started off the game with two threes. Yeah, I but mean, that was part of their game plan because they didn't feel like they could get inside. And maybe if you hit a couple out there and you bring them out, maybe you can find you know that's, find that's, alleys that's and lanes. Yeah, that's what you're trying to do in that situation. But Connecticut said, you know what, we're just going to do what. But we when do. you go 11 minutes without scoring, things are not going to work out well for you. No, and, and, and am I correct? Connecticut won every game in this tournament by 10 or more. They averaged yes. 20 points. How about that? Golly. Through the tournament. Why didn't we – so three weeks ago, why were we not talking about this team? 
because everybody was talking about the other teams. I did. They. I know. At the beginning of the year, people were talking about Connecticut. Then they wrote them off because they had a little dip. Mm-hmm. But when at the end of the year, why weren't why weren't we all on? Why weren't we all penciling Connecticut into the Final Four? Because you had Alabama, you had mm-hmm. Houston, mm-hmm. Uh, Texas was on fire. I mean, it just you know there was some teams there that you just thought, okay, this is these these are the ones that are going to have to be beat. And it wasn't Connecticut. There was over 20 million brackets submitted in the ESPN Bracket Challenge. Only 1% had UConn making it to the national championship game. How about that? And, and don't you think maybe we were talking about the teams that the Associated Press had in their top five, top six? We were told who's the best teams? I don't know. But we weren't talking about Connecticut. Nope. No. I mean, you know, say what you want to. We, we all missed on that. But man, oh man, when you when you watch them play, well, they were as complete a basketball team as there was. They were tenacious on defense. They, you know, they rebounded and they defended. And then they had length. I mean, they were just flat out good. And again, they weren't contested really all that much in, in this tournament. They, they kind of just zipped right on through. And played and played really, really well. Here's how it sounded at the end of the game from CBS and the voice of CBS, Jim Nance. And it's in the hands of the coach's son. How about that? Is that appropriate? Don't you know, just someday he'll be a coach of his own program. <laughs> this is becoming a family dynasty, if you will. And Dutch, what a year he's had, too. Hurley and the Huskies. Have their dreams come true. Pretty cool. Pretty good call by uh, Jim Nance. and he, he, That's one thing he's always been able to do. He's always been able to capture the moment. Whatever, I mean, whether it's Masters Golf or the NCAA basketball tournament or NFL football, whatever, Super Bowl, whatever. He's always been able to capture the moment. Now, I haven't paid that close attention. Is Is he done or is he just done with – NCAA college basketball. I mean, will we see him this week at the Masters? Yes. I, I think we will. NFL yeah. football going to continue? Yes. Yeah. He just he just pushing away from the he- hectic, heavy basketball schedule that he'd been on yeah, and I was for all at, those years. And I was looking at an article yesterday. I think he's just wanting to open this, have the spring open up more so he can spend more time with family. I think that was his reasoning. Well, good for him. If you're in that position, good yeah. for him. So, but he will be in Augusta this weekend. Yes. You realize that that is so much fun. Spring's mm-hmm. officially here when, when we get to the Masters Golf Tournament. I mean, it just, for me it is. I can't wait to see the golf course. I watched a little bit of the uh, the uh, women's amateur last week, and I just wanted to see the golf course. And it was, first of all, it was good golf. Secondly, it was it was the golf course is in great shape. I cannot wait for this week. Masters golf. I, I actually, Ward, will not fall asleep on Thursday and Friday afternoon when I'm watching. You don't I'll think? watch. No, I'll watch. I mean, and that's my, that's normally my Sunday afternoon nap mm-hmm. or Thursday afternoon, whatever the case may be, to put on golf and go to sleep. I won't this time. I'll be glued to it. Mm. Will you? No. Even a major like the Masters? Probably not. <laughs> Do you watch much golf? Yeah, I'll, I'll watch. I won't be glued to it, but I'll have it on for sure. 
All right. I like to go to the golf tournaments. I'm not a big proponent of watching it on TV. I've only been to one PGA event, and it was actually a lot of fun. I went to the Colonial, I think. In Fort Worth? Yes. I've never been to the Colonial, but I have been to the Byron Nelson. I've been to both many times. Now, I've been by the Colonial Golf Club. Mm-hmm. Looks like a, you know not far from the, from the zoo. It's cross street. Yeah. It uh, looks like fun. It's a great course. Yes. Short, isn't it? But t- tight, very, right? Very tight. And when I went to the, and I don't know where they played the Byron Nelson now, but when I played it, it was at Las Colinas. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was, that was always, that was a fun little deal. You parked over by Texas Stadium and mm-hmm. made your way over. But yeah, I've, I've done that once. And then I've been to the Senior U.S. Open. It was in it was in uh, Oak, uh, just outside Oklahoma City. Oh, fun! We were up there for the Big Twelve baseball tournament, had a day off, and so Vince Erickson and I went over there. The guy you work with on on mm-hmm. on football, right? Uh, Temple football. Uh, he was at that time the sports director, of Channel Twenty Five, and he and I just kind of meandered our way over there, and he talked us into <laughs> he did he talked us into the golf into the golf tournament as media members. Well, we were, but we weren't there for golf. We were there for baseball, but right. you know, he got us in. It's kind of fun. So there you go. Uh, one other, I want, I want you to hear this. This is, you know, this may be more for us as broadcasters, but this is a, this is a cool way to exit, in my opinion. One thing I learned through all of this is everybody has a dream and everybody has a story to tell. Just try to find that story. You told it better than most, let me tell you. Can I tell you one other thing? I mean this, not to try to play off level friends, but to you, everybody in the college game, my CBS family, my family, all the viewers, thank you for being my friend. What do you think? Yeah, tough farewell. Pretty pretty cool way though to pull the plug. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a dream. Find yours. Pretty cool. Again, there's a lot of great broadcasters, and I think there's some better than than Jim Nance. In fact, there's a lot better in my opinion. But thirty-two he, Final Fours. Yep. Yeah, but man, is he a wordsmith? He has. He just has that unique way of finding the right thing to say at the right time with with the correct timing as he says it not too soon not too late I mean he just he's always spot on when he says things and I just think from that perspective he's a brilliant broadcaster Mm -hmm. so 32 did you say 32 32 final fours 355 broadcast 37 years he's been doing it done 32 final fours he'll hand the reins over to Ian Eagle Mm mm-hmm and he will continue to be the lead on NFL and do the Masters and other golf tournaments for CBS. There you go. Uh, and his longtime partner was was Billy Packer for a long time on those 32 uh, basketball tournaments, the late Billy Packer. So, anyway. All right, 727, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Ryan, we, we're going to – Welcome in Shehan J. Raja here in just a couple of minutes on the program. We'll get his thoughts on college football. We'll also get his thoughts on college basketball. We'll do that, and we'll do it next.
right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. I like Tombstone, the Doc Hollywood. Good movie. He no here. He in Tombstone. Did you say, did you say <laughs> Doc? Great Isn't Doc Hollywood in that one? Which Doc, one is Doc Hollywood uh, Doc Holliday. Holliday. Doc Hollywood was the Michael J. Fox movie. <laughs> there was a Doc Hollywood movie? Yeah, it's called Doc uh, Hollywood. Michael J. Know. Fox was in it. Well, oh. All I know is he says, what, I'll be your Huckleberry in that movie? That's I'll be your Doc Huckleberry. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. More teams than ever are coming to Globe Life Field this season. This Monday, the Rangers welcome the Baltimore Orioles to town for a three-game series, which kicks off our season-long weeknight specials. Mark your calendars for Mariachi Mondays presented by T-Mobile, Coca-Cola Family Fun Tuesdays, and the Wednesday tradition, Texas Chili Company Dollar Hot Dog Day. Weeknight fun and savings at the ballpark are back. Make your plans at rangers.com. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254 709-2101 or ubeo.com. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Incomings Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit incomingsbank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. Incomings Bank, member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. UConn beat San Diego State 76-59 to take the NCAA Division I Men's Basketball Championship. It's the fifth national title for the Huskies. A bases loaded walk in the bottom of the ninth completed an MCC comeback as the Highlanders beat San Jacinto 10-9. Their next action will be a doubleheader at Temple on Wednesday. Due to weather concerns, MCC softball has moved the first of four games with Temple to Bosque River Ballpark today starting at 1 o'clock. Baylor baseball is at home tonight hosting Stephen F. Austin. First pitch at 6.30 and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. 
In Major League Baseball, the Astros lost to Detroit 7-6 in 11 innings. The Rangers were shut out by Baltimore 2-0 and host the Orioles again tonight. You can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to game time online at CentexSportsFan.com. All right, 731, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Let's welcome into the program from CBSSports.com, Shehan Jayaraja. Shehan, good morning. Did you, uh, did you enjoy the basketball game last night? You know, it wasn't the most entertaining game, <laughs> probably, but, you know, it, it was a good way to finish the season. I think that UConn is a very deserving national champion, and, and really the run that they had to close the year was, was incredibly impressive. So congratulations to them, and, and now we just have to wait for, uh, for basketball season to start back up again. When you look at the Big 12, who has the most to accomplish in spring football? Yeah, I, I think that for me, you know, th- there are two teams that really come to mind. I think that Oklahoma, after what happened last season, really has to come in and integrate a whole lot of transfers because, you know, obviously this was the worst season that they've had since 1998. They've got to, I think, completely rebuild their defense in a lot of ways, and they're going to rely a whole lot on transfers and young players to have a chance to do that. The other team that I'd point to, is I think that West Virginia really needs to come together with an identity, uh, you know, especially on the offensive side of the ball. You know, look, they're they're going to be starting a new quarterback with JT Daniels transferring. Uh, Garrett Green might have a chance to be that guy, but they, I, I think that once you look outside uh, of quarterback, you know, they just have a lot of questions on that offensive side of the ball. Uh, we don't really know what the system's going to look like uh, with them promoting from within after Graham Harrell left. So, so I think that both those programs really have some full-scale rebuilding to do. You, uh, you did an article uh, on CBSSports.com about uh, the SC Trojans and their defense and, and fixing their defense. Where does that start? Because that was one bad defensive unit. Yeah, well, I think that, you know, first of all, they're they're going to have a chance, I think, to improve just because of continuity, just because, you know, the, the thing that Lincoln Riley said is, hey, this is going to be the worst team that we hopefully ever have at USC uh, because, you know, obviously they brought in so many transfers. It was, uh, it was so patched together, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Well, now they have a chance to have some internal improvement. They bring most of their starters back. Uh, They bring in another strong transfer class, including a really good transfer in Anthony Lucas from Texas A&M on the defensive line. So I think that just to start things off, you know, they're going to get a little bit deeper. They're going to get a little bit uh, older. And I think that that's going to help them really have a chance to improve in year two. I mean, you know, for for all the talk about, obviously, the defense that has struggled under Alex Grinch, he has improved. Uh, You know, when you look at his Oklahoma defenses, they did improve year over year. They were never to the level that they needed to be. But, uh, you know, I expect that there's going to be meaningful improvement between year one and year two. How much do you expect the transfer portal to be in play at the end of April when most of the spring games are finally over and guys kind of figure out where they are on the depth chart? I I think it's going to be pretty big. Uh, I think that the biggest way that we're going to see it is I think we're going to see maybe some older players transferring for player time, uh, for playing time. I don't think that we're going to have a huge wave of, I guess, maybe transfers that end up at big-time programs. I, I don't think that it's going to be a move up. I think it's going to be a little bit more of a trickle-down, potentially, with players 
leaving from big time programs to maybe looking for opportunities to play right away. So it is going to be something that matters. I do think it's going to be something that's very active. I, I think that's certainly something that I'll be keeping an eye on is uh, is quarterbacks. I mean, I think that that especially with guys who lose quarterback competitions or don't feel very good about their their situation with quarterback competitions, I'm going to be keeping a close eye on what that means and uh, you know if there's potentially another exodus, but. Obviously, this is the first time that we're going to have this second transfer window. So uh, we're, we're kind of flying blind at this point. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see whether it ends up being a second wave like it, it was in December or whether it ends up kind of being just a, a little bit more of a trickle. Talking with uh, Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. Shehan, uh, here uh, in, in Waco uh, with Baylor and your alma mater, talk a little bit about what intrigues you with their spring. Is it the quarterback battle? You mentioned quarterbacks uh, a minute ago, is it the quarterback battle? Is it is it the fight for who's going to get the, the carries at running back, or is it a brand new defensive coordinator and in a philosophy there that uh, you're most intrigued by? Well, I think that certainly you know quarterback is a big question facing this team. Uh, I, I think that Blake Shapin is it has a good chance to keep that job, but regardless, you know whether it is Shapin, whether it is Sawyer Robertson. Uh, the fact is, you know, that position needs to improve. The 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 quarterback play last season, the passing game play last season, w- was really underwhelming to me. And so I, I think that regardless, you know, we need to see improvement in camp. We need to see competition in camp. I, I think that regardless, you know, again, whether it's Chapin or Robertson, I, I credit the staff for bringing in a good transfer to come in and push Chapin because, uh, again, what what happened last season wasn't all that acceptable. I think that another thing, you know, you mentioned the carries at running back. I, I like the the group that they have there. I want to see who steps up also at wide receiver, because I think that for all the talk about quarterback play, uh, they didn't necessarily have a dominant receiver in any sort of way last year. You know, Monterey Baldwin led the team in receiving yards, but he's kind of a speedy guy who uh, a little bit undersized, who is, isn't necessarily that sort of number one type receiver that you're kind of used to seeing, especially in the modern game. So I, I think that, for, you know, they bring in Keytron Jackson from Arkansas. Uh, Hal Presley, I think, is going to have to to improve quite a bit as well. So I, I'm interested to kind of see who steps up at maybe that sort of traditional X wide receiver spot, somebody who's a little bit of a bigger body, who's able to be a possession receiver. Because I think, you know, one of the biggest issues that, that Blake Shaven faced last year is that outside of Ben Sims at tight end, who's gone now, I don't think he had a very good safety blanket. And I think that Baylor's offense needs to come up with a, a few more uh, ways for, to, to create uh, opportunities for him. You see any way that yours is not the quarterback in Austin? And addition to that, do you think Manning gets the red shirt? I, I don't know if it's going to be sort of a, a technical redshirt, you know, whether whether they're going to limit him to just four games. I, I think they're going to try. They might. But um, to answer the first question, no, it's definitely Ewers. I think that he's definitely the guy. I mean, let's remember, right? Obviously, Manny comes in with this incredible pedigree and this incredible recruiting rating. Uh, I mean, Quinn Ewers had all of that as well. And in year one, as a starting quarterback, he still struggled. So I, I don't think that they're going to be in any rush to just throw another underclassman who's never played at this level out there and, and hope that he's just going to fix everything. Um, and so I expect that they're going to lean on Quinn Ewers leading into a second season as a starter. And and the way that things work out, you know, if he has a good season and leads for the NFL draft, uh, obviously I think even just with his recruiting pedigree, he's going to have a chance to be drafted in the first two days. Uh, and then you hand the, the keys over to Manning. You know, I, I think that, again, 
you know, whether or not it's a, a true redshirt, whether or not they actually, you know, preserve his eligibility is is one thing. I, I think they're going to try, but, um, you know, regardless, I think that it's going to be a redshirt-like season where we're not going to see a whole lot of Manning uh, where, where we see him maybe just staring clear and in kind of garbage time at the end of games. So I, I do think that it ends up probably being close to a redshirt season for Arch Manning. I mean, the, the flip side of that, obviously, is that is that, you know, with Arch Manning, you kind of just assume that, that he's going to be leaving after potentially three seasons. So, you know, how much does it matter of preserving his redshirt? But I, I do think it is going to be Ewers, and I do think that man is going to be a backup. Who's going to be the running back in Austin? I think that that's actually a much more interesting question. Uh, obviously, B. John Robinson and Roshan Johnson both gone. Uh, Jonathan Brooks, to me, is going to be the guy who kind of gets that first crack at being the workhorse back. He obviously won Mr. Jack's football a couple of years ago for his performance at Houseville High School. Uh, and I think that now he comes in and, and has a chance to, to be a big-time contributor for them. But they also have two big, big, big-time uh, underclassmen running backs who I think have a chance to contribute as well. Jaden Blue last season redshirted, but uh, a redshirt freshman uh, who I think you know was one of the top 50 to 100 players in the country, depending where you looked at. And then they bring in the number one running back uh, recruit in the country this year, DJ Baxter, as a freshman. So, so I think that those two guys are going to have a way to push to their rotation as well. Keelan Robinson is a senior, but, you know, not necessarily the body type to maybe be a workhorse back, but he's going to be very important to what they do. So I, I think it's going to end up being a rotation. Um, you know, I, I would expect Brooks to maybe be the, the head of that snake, but it's going to be real interesting. I think that uh, you look at what happened in the Alamo Bowl whenever Bijan Robinson and Roshan Johnson were out, and Texas could not run the ball at all. I, I mean, they were really, really poor running the ball. And I think that Bijan Robinson has covered up a lot of holes in Texas's run blocking over the past couple of years. So I, I think it's going to be interesting to see whether one of these running backs can improve to the point where maybe they can fill that hole. Can any of the new teams coming in truly compete for a Big 12 championship? Well, I think that the biggest thing that, that you have to credit them whenever they come in is that this Big 12, this upcoming season, this might be the most balanced Big 12 we've ever seen. You know, I, I feel like if things break the way that they're supposed to, Texas should probably be in the Big 12 title game. And after that, I, I mean, anything goes. I truly, uh, you know, at this point right now, I think that you could tell me that almost any other team in the league ended up in the title game. And I probably believe you, especially after what TCU did last year. So I, I think that certainly they're all going to have a chance. You know, I look at UCF as maybe the one who's most prepared to do it. They, they bring back a quarterback in John Reese Plumley. They've got, I think, a, just a little bit more of a, a roster depth, I think, than some of these other teams that are coming up just because of the way that they've recruited and the transfers that they've added, especially from the SEC under Gus Nelson. Um, and I think that they just have a little bit more of a set identity on both sides of the ball than maybe some of these other teams. You know, if, if uh, Luke Fickle hadn't have left, I would have loved Cincinnati's chances, but I don't really know what to expect from the Scott Satterfield era at Cincinnati. BYU is really rebuilding on the defensive side of the ball and replacing a quarterback. And, and Houston, I mean, look, if you told me that they went, you know, 14-1 and one next year, then I'd probably believe you. And if you told me that they went, Three and nine, I'd probably believe you too. I mean, you never know what to expect with a Dana Holgerson team. But I think that UCF is probably the safest bet in the league next year. When you uh, when you look at the Schneider family up in Kansas, is Easter lunch going to be kind of kind of bumpy? Sorry, can you repeat that? I said the, the Schneider family up in uh, in the great state of Kansas. Will their Easter lunch be a little bumpy? 
<laughs> well, you know, I think what's interesting about it, because because uh, obviously referring to Sean Snyder joining uh, Kansas, you know, I think that there is some potentially, you know, not very nice feelings from the Snyder family towards Kansas State because of the way that uh, that Bill and Sean were kind of treated out the door. You know, I, I, obviously Bill Snyder, the legendary head coach at Kansas State, uh, you know, and and he's still a uh, you know somebody who's an ambassador for the university. The, the whole dang stadium is named after him. But he really wanted Sean Snyder to have a chance to become the head coach, and and Gene Taylor, the athletic director over there, kind of pushed him away and said, "Now we're going to make our own hire," and hired Chris Kleiman, who's ended up being a fantastic hire. So I, I think that uh, that you know, obviously we, we don't necessarily know the inner workings of all this, but I, I do think that the, the beef might be a little bit more between uh, the Snyder family and the athletic administration over at Kansas State right now than anything else. Do you think that Quentin Ewers, um, excuse me, not Quentin Ewers, Quentin Johnston will be the highest Big 12 player taken in the draft, and how high does he go? Yeah, I, I think that Quentin Johnston is, is going to be up there. I expect him to be a top 15 type take. I mean, his, his uh, measurables are absolutely incredible, and we saw – how much of an impact he can have uh, on games during TC's run to the national title game last season. Uh, but I, I would point to Tyree Wilson at Texas Tech, the defensive end, as potentially a guy who has a chance to go even higher than that. You know, we, we've seen him mocked in sort of the seven, eight, nine range, potentially, if things work out. Uh, you know, I think that once you get past the Jalen Carter and, and Will Anderson tier of defensive players, I think that, that Tyree Wilson you know, has a chance to be maybe that next defensive lineman up potentially. Uh, he had a really, really, really good uh, 2022 season, was was a borderline All-America type player, one, was one of the top sack leaders, even though he missed a couple of, uh, of games there at the end of the year. Um, just a super dynamic player. And, and so I think that he has a chance maybe to go even higher than Quentin Johnson. Spring football going on. Shayhan, what are you working on for CBSSports.com? Yeah, so I, I released a uh, a list of questions facing every Big 12 team last week over at CBS Sports. This uh, this upcoming week, we're starting up some uh, some spring previews as well. I've got a, an article also coming out today on 10 true freshmen to watch in spring camp. So make sure and check that all out at CBSSports.com. Shayhan, as always, it is a pleasure, man. Thanks for your time. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. Shayhan Jayaraja, CBSSports.com. 745, 15 away from 8. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us April 13th for our next Baylor Coaches Show and hear from women's golf coach Jay Goble and women's tennis coach Joey Scrivano. That's April 13th from Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom Evos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. UConn beat San Diego State 76-59 to take the NCAA Division I Men's Basketball Championship. It's the fifth national title for the Huskies. A bases loaded walk in the bottom of the ninth completed an MCC comeback as the Highlanders beat San Jacinto 10-9. Their next action will be a doubleheader at Temple on Wednesday. Due to weather concerns, MCC softball has moved the first of four games with Temple to Bosque River Ballpark today starting at 1 o'clock. Baylor baseball is at home tonight hosting Stephen F. Austin. First pitch at 6.30 and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. In Major League Baseball, the Astros lost to Detroit 7-6 in 11 innings. The Rangers were shut out by Baltimore 2-0 and host the Orioles again tonight. You can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox. Did you know that on this day in 1888, the great Tris Speaker was born? How about that? He was born in Hubbard, Texas. I knew that. Hubbard, Texas. I knew that. He's a jagger. He's a jagger. Mm-hmm. MLB great. He also lived in Lake Whitney until he passed away. So that's another fun fact there. Where that's where I'm from. So that's that's a cool thing. And then he's a three-time World Series champion, the 1912 American League MVP. He had a career batting average of 345, which is six all-time in Major League Baseball history, and Baseball Hall of Fame class of 1937. Golly, that's good stuff. Born on this day in 1888, Tris Speaker. Then also, I don't think he'd make the Rangers 
starting nine this year. Ward, do you? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely he would. But also, did you know on this day in 1974, Hank Aaron tied the all-time home run record set by Babe Ruth with his 714th bomb. And that was on opening day, by the way. Yeah. In 1974. That happened. And then also in 1989 on this day, Yankees pitcher Tommy John tied the MLB record at the time with the most career seasons played as he entered his 26th season. Wow. Did you know that there are only 10 players in MLB history that played at least 25 seasons? There are six of them that played 25. You want to take a guess at any of them? Six, no idea. Six of the 25. Uh, Gaylord Perry. Nope. No? He was not there. Uh, no, I don't. Charlie Huff, Eddie Collins, Bobby Wallace, Jim Cat. These are old players. Yeah. Jamie Moyer, and then Ricky Henderson played for 25 years. I did not know that. But Jim Cott played for 25 years? 25 seasons. Wow. And there are two players who played 26 seasons, Deacon McGuire and then Tommy John. And then there are two players that are tied for the record with 27 seasons played. Bonds. No. Not... Dad Bond. No. No? Cap Anson and Nolan Ryan. Really? 27 seasons. And the, I'm that, shocked that there are so many pitchers on that list. Yeah. Well, Charlie Hupp's a knuckleballer. That's do, a good point. Do we call him a pitcher? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, good stuff. Uh, 752, eight away from eight. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's bring in the voice of the Bears, John Morris. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor baseball back home and back in action tonight at Baylor Ballpark. We'll give you details. Plus, Baylor football, a busy week in the spring. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Just as teams are celebrating on the courts, your mountaintop experience begins during the Jeep Celebration event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $5,500 on second and third row options or a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $5,000 in total values. And if we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the new custom Jeep of your dreams. It's the Jeep Celebration event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Let's go! Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Coach Mitch Thompson and Baylor Baseball back in action tonight at Baylor Ballpark. 6.30 first pitch on the air at 6.15 here on ESPN Central Texas for the Bears and the Lumberjacks of Stephen F. Austin. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. 
Baylor football, a busy week, getting three practices in before the Easter break. They were on the field yesterday, back out today, and that followed their first scrimmage of the spring on Saturday. A positive scrimmage, says head coach Dave Aranda. I thought the whole process has been good. There's been improvement. You know, I think for our younger guys, you know, to um, um, to play fast, to um, we would call that playing green, they kind of put themselves out there in an area where there can, you know, you can make a mistake and you can do something wrong and um, to, um, you know, make those mistakes and learn and then attack it the very next play. I think really that's the thing because then, I, you know, all the false stuff is is out the way and we can be true and real about things. And I feel like that a lot of that is happening now. And there's a lot of that today. And then I thought with some of the veteran guys, you know, some of the transfer guys, you know, Mike, Mike Smith's been just uh, continue to impress. You know, Keytron had a bunch of long uh, uh, passes uh, caught and uh, runs and all of it. And then, you know, um, we're getting good things from uh, from Jake, you know, in terms of blocking and catching and, and all of it. So just way impressed with the effort today. I think it's, um, it's a step in the right direction. Still a long way to go. I feel like the, the youth of the team needs, we need to be in, we probably need to do more things wrong and learned that that's not the thing to do, uh, to have an idea of what's right. That's Dave Aranda following Baylor's first scrimmage of the spring on Saturday. They're back on the practice field this afternoon, continuing work toward their spring game April 22nd at McLean Stadium. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Google GGA Pest Management. Leave your bug problems behind. Call 254-666-3439.
It's a fact. No one wants to live with unwanted pests in or around their home. At GGA Pest Management, their mission is to help folks just like you eliminate termites, roaches, ants, mosquitoes, wasps, mice, and other unwanted pests so you can live a pest-free life. Contact GGA today for a free pest estimate and mention this ad to get $75 off your first service for a limited time. Google GGA Pest Management. Have you noticed that most ice cream has now come in smaller cartons? Not Bluebell. We're still making a full half gallon and a full pint of tasty goodness. Bluebell wouldn't have it any other way. The good old days are being for Bluebell Ice Cream at Mr. Snow Ice Cream Shops and David's Supermarket in Whitney. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, straight up and down, 8 o'clock. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad to have you with us. Again, last night, Connecticut wins over San Diego State handily, 76-59. Ward, right now, without really giving it a whole lot of thought, give me the mm-hmm. top four teams. Give me give me four Blue Bloods. The top four Blue Bloods that come to mind for you. Basketball? Yes. UCLA? Uh-huh. Duke? Uh-huh. Indiana. Uh-huh. Kansas. There you go. There's four. Give me yours. Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, and North Carolina. That's mine. Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina, Kansas is, is my – if someone said give me the four, first four blue bloods that come to mind. Those are the first four blue bloods that come to mind. How come we don't say Connecticut? Five national championships. Isn't that strange? Tied for fourth. Isn't that – I mean, but we were talking about it the other day. We were talking about where are the Blue Bloods. Well, they're in, Connecticut's got four national championships. They're in the Final Four. They're the only one really in the – but we never mentioned them. Why is that – I mean, why is that perception of Connecticut different than UCLA who hadn't won one in 100 years, Indiana who hadn't won one in 100 years? Well, it's been less than 100. Well, 99, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> These dudes have – this Because is, they have – they have the skins on the wall. They, well, they, don't they? No. Five national championships? No. Oh, I beg to differ. They're not a blue blood. I get that. Well, that was an argument this morning, and everybody seems to think that they are, but when you say blue blood, it doesn't pop up. It, it, it doesn't pop up in my mind. No, not mine at all. The ones that you mentioned? You know, because we talked about it this morning. Indiana, UCLA, who have not been at that level in a, in a while. But the Kentuckys, the Kansas, the North Carolinas, the Dukes, I mean, well, you can rattle them off. Mm-hmm. But you don't say Kentucky. You don't say Kentucky. And, and Jim Calhoun. UConn. I mean, uh, UConn. Jim Calhoun's done a heck of a job. I mean, he did a heck of a job there building that program. 
And when you walk, I, apparently when you walk in, and I have never been there, but when you walk into the auditorium and stores between the men and what is it, 11 women's banners flying? Probably a pretty intimidating place. But you just don't say Connecticut. Why is that? You just don't. <laughs> it's, weird. It's, it's it's strange. It, it five, five national championships. Well, five natties, and you can't. And we're oh, not man. hollering blue blood. It, it, it should is, be one of weird. the one of the one of the elite teams in the country. One of the elite programs in the country. It is, but it's relatively a new dominant team in the country. I mean, this hasn't. This doesn't stretch back that far. They're where fi- they won the five championships. But you would still think that the, a, there's five championships relatively recent. You think, wow, is that one of the the new blue bloods on the on the block? Maybe. Uh, this was their first championship since two, 2014. So that right. Mi- that might have been it. I don't know. And when you think of, at least when, when I think of UConn basketball, I think of the women. Because of all those games they won, and they—it's a, it's a valid point. They've won a yeah. bunch. They've won a bunch of national championships. What is it? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. yeah. Eleven national championships on the women's side, but my goodness, five men's national titles, and I, and I knew he wasn't going to say Connecticut. You didn't say Connecticut, and I didn't say Connecticut when we no. were when we were just kind of bouncing it around. So, but I do find it interesting. What are the what if we had to build a Mount Rushmore just four, what four would they be? If you want to chime in with us, we'd love to hear from you. 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. That is the uh that is the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. And we'd love to have your your uh your Mount Rushmore of college basketball, top four basketball blue bloods. And again, I, I, you know, I rattled my four off in a hurry, and I think we all did. And again, there's no real right or wrong answer. I mean, no, that's, that's certainly it's just an opinion. But I am curious. I mean, they're in the conversation now because of the fifth one. Mm-hmm. But what'd you say? They're number three, tied for fourth. Yeah, tied for fourth. Uh, who are the, you got the list pulled up? I do not. Okay, so let's let's pull the list up and just kind of rattle through these national championship teams and where they rank and how many how many championships they got but we talk about blue bloods where are they uh, and and who are they uh to, again 254-662-1660 254-662-1660 that is our CNC collision center text line who are the blue bloods and and uh, let's 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 have that list all right UCLA has 11 Kentucky has eight, North Carolina has six, Duke has five, Indiana has five, Yukon has five, Kansas with four, Villanova with three, and then a bunch of people with two. Okay. you Run run through that list again one more time. UCLA, 11. Mm-hmm. Wow. Kentucky, eight. North Carolina, six. Duke, five. Indiana, five. Yukon, five. And Kansas with four. And, and you mentioned Villanova with three. I would have never, ever put Villanova in this conversation. Mm-hmm. And they got three natties. Would you? No. Still won't. Would you? No. 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 I, I, part of it is the winning, but part of it is also the perception of winning. Mm-hmm. You know, who's there year in and year out? They may not have won it, but they're there year in and year out. And, and I think that's kind of the deal. So uh, I, I'm just curious what uh, 
what folks think as far as as far as the uh, as far as the national as far as the blue bloods are concerned. A uh, couple of quick notes here from the CNC Collision Center text line. Justin said Sunday. I hope we have LIV and PGA pairings. Drama. <laughs> <laughs> would it be drama? I mean, you know, are they going to get to the 17th fairway and throw down? That'd, that'd be great. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be great. Would you start watching golf then, Ward? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, I mean, that would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? I mean, just get there on the 17th fairway and go, uh-uh, I've had all of you I'm going to take. <laughs> and just drop their glove. Get it? Drop their glove. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And, and go at joke. it. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Grumpy says uh, the blue blood list is the blue blood list of teams that were good 20 years ago or more. Okay. What, again, they, they, just be, they could still be on the blue blood list. And again, that's just a personal observation of what you think the, the top teams are. Uh, and then from the 254, if UConn isn't a blue blood, neither is UCLA or Indiana. Neither have had more success than UConn recently. UCLA and Indiana success are decades ago. Yeah, but blue blood means the name on the front of the jersey, too. It does. Come on. It I does. mean, let's be honest. And UCLA's a hell of a lot more recognizable than UConn. Just is. I don't argue that point. And again, how, did, how does it become recognized? Well, I think it's because of winning. And the constant winning that that those programs have mm-hmm. done, even if it's not a national championship, are they there year in and year out? And for the longest, you know, look, the the trophy's named for the UCLA coach, mm-hmm. the, you know, the John Wooden Award. Uh, he he they've got an award. So anyway, can you name can you name uh, where does UConn play? What's the name of the UConn Arena? No idea. Yeah, I don't know either. What's the name of the UCLA arena? Isn't it Poly Pavilion? I guess. And isn't Indiana's Assembly Hall? Mm-hmm. You can name them. You can name them. But I can't tell you where UConn plays. I sh- you know. I, there's Somewhere just, in Bristol? <laughs> there's just something about it. I mean, again, I don't know how you get on the list. I don't know how you earn it. But, you know. I don't know how you define the the ones, but you know who they are. You just know. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I, we we rattled off. You and I had the same four. Ward had a couple of different ones, but they're all correct. I just and and again, I think Connecticut probably deserves to be there, but I can't tell you why that doesn't pop in. And again, I can't tell you what to think, but I can tell you this. It didn't – when I started thinking about this, I didn't immediately go Connecticut. I didn't. Don't know well, why. Well, I mean, just because they won this year gives them five. They still had four before they got there this year. Yeah. And they still weren't in the conversation. That's exactly – that's kind of my point. Just winning one more doesn't push them ahead of those more recognizable teams. No. In my mind. I, I agree. And, you know, a year from now, if they're not there and they've got five – are we going to, and we say, we're, and we have the same conversation because we will name the Blue Bloods? I doubt that their name comes up, but it probably should, I guess. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tim says, let's see what Tim says. 
We're just going to read this on the fly. I heard someone say UConn is not recognizable because the Big East is not played on ESPN because immediate rights. Does that have an impact? Yes, well, absolutely. absolutely it does. If you're if you're if, if there's no eyeballs there, uh, then they're, then they're not in the conversation. And if they're not in the conversation, then they're not. You know, there's there's not a that's there's a lack of front mind awareness mm-hmm. for like you know. So, yeah, I would think absolutely that would would have something to do with it. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt. I just I just find it to me, and I don't know why, but I find this this conversation fascinating when we start talking about blue bloods and who they are. And, and but you know what? I don't know that anybody can truly define how they get on the list. And, and how long do you stay on the list? If 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 you know, can you can you get? Can you get voted off the island, so to speak? I mean, what you know, Indiana hasn't won a, a you know a major championship in a long time. Well, it's it's been eighty seven. Okay, when do they get voted off the island, or do they? I don't know. I mean, again, you said Indiana, but and I told you where also, they play. Also, you look at that team in eighty seven. Maybe the best basketball team that ever played the game. Did you see them much in eighty seven? No. <laughs> No, I don't. I didn't catch much of it. Which is my point. I mean, Ward and I obviously did, you know, but there's a lot of people never laid eyes on them. But yet, when we talk about Blue Bloods, they can name them. UCLA, number one with 11, last Mm -hmm. one in 95. Wow. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) Yeah. Why? (laughs) I was having a good day, Ward. But I mean, look, the Cowboys are the most popular sports franchise. In the world. No doubt. Are they a blue blood? Absolutely. Okay. Enough said. Bunch of overrated blue bloods, but yeah, yeah. you know. <sighs> fire the general manager, would you, Ward? <laughs> I didn't say fire the owner. I said fire the general manager. Good gracious. All right. Uh, eight not going to tw- happen. No, it's no. not. No, it's not. And so why would the expectation change? Because it's the Dallas Cowboys. It is, but it's just wrong. You do the same thing over and over and expect something different? I mean, Ugh. stop and think about How did we get on this? Thanks, Ward. Well, I mean, you want to talk here about... We, here we are. Let's talk about the Cowboys. As you should. The expectation for the Cowboys every year is inflated, is it not? It's Super Bowl. Or bust. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot more bust. That's all I've seen. Yeah. Did you ever think there was a year since you've been alive and following football? Hey, this is this team has a chance. I think in every year he wakes up and says, <laughs> "No, no." I think the one that above any other probably would have been that 2014 team, the year where Des caught it. That I think that was that was a catch. By the way, that yeah. was a catch. Make no mistake about right. it. It was a catch. They're wrong. They'll always be wrong. That was a catch. Yep. Because they would have gotten Seattle the next week, and they they'd already beaten Seattle earlier in the year. So but they, Romo's going to drop the extra points. Oh, uh, stop it! Oh, stop it! Oh. You brought that up. Stop it! Goodness gracious! All right, uh, let's see here. Grumpy says the uh, Dallas Cowboys. The expectations never change. It's just delusional. No, no doubt. Yeah. All right, uh, 14 after 8, it's 8-14. This is game time, your first word in sports, and we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, where they have a large, large selection of new and used vehicles with over 300 
new cars, trucks, and SUVs, and over 90 pre-owned late model vehicles for you to choose from. With the uh, interest rates rising, come by and take advantage of 0% interest for 72 months on selected models. Uh, if you need a good, clean, late model pre-owned vehicle, maybe you're buying that uh, that first vehicle for uh, for your kid and you, uh, you want to make sure that they're in a, a terrific vehicle, and uh, look, you can put uh, you can put you can put you can put yourself in a, easy for me to say. <laughs> you can put yourself in a in, in or them in a late model vehicle uh, from the pre-owned lot, and uh, you can do that at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Uh, weather's warming up. Why not check out the new 2023 Jeep Wrangler or Gladiator, and of course take advantage of Dodge Last Call event and get yourself a high performance 2023 Dodge Charger. That is such a cool. Car, by the way, what a cool vehicle, the 2023 Dodge Charger. That and many more available from Ted Teague and the crew at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You can you can check them out at allensamuelsdcj.com. That's allensamuelsdcj.com. Or give them a call. They'll talk to you. Ted would love to have, have a conversation with you. 772-1000. That's 772-1000. Allen Samuels. Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. Recently on the John Moore Show. Haley Cowan, our guest, a UFC fighter, former Baylor acrobatics and tumbling student athlete at Baylor, which is always fun to tell. But, you know, the way I look at it is I'm just having a big opportunity to get a lot better. You know, I've, I've prepared for three separate styles, three different size opponents, you know. So this is just going to make me better, and I think it'll end up speeding up my process to the, the top ten. So. Oh, very cool. John Moore's Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddock's Heating and Air specializes in residential installation, service, and new construction for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star ratings and Google reviews. Haddock's Heating and Air, 254-301-5373 and on Facebook. Member Better Business Bureau, license TACLB 106271E. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayafuels.net. That's mayafuels.net. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Introducing the new B.O.B. Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. 
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed lighters, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, day 20, 20 minutes after 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. There's something about a... What? what, what how does the... What's the words of, of the song? What are the lyrics... Brass chunky monkey. It, it is monkey. saying chunky monkey, yeah. isn't it? It's an ice cream. <laughs> oh, it's an ice cream? Good grief. Have you ever had that ice cream board? Chunky monkey ice cream? It's good. What in the world is it? I, I haven't had it. Isn't it like banana with chocolate? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. And stuff. Well, it's why good. don't they just say here's banana and chocolate because and stuff? Because that ice cream came out after the song was made. Chunky Monkey. Okay, so the song is not. What is it? Tom and Jerry or Ben and Jerry? Ben oh, and Jerry. Is... Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Jerry's a cartoon. <laughs> Even I watch Tom and Jerry. Oh, I love Tom and Me Jerry. Too. Oh. Me too. Me too. A cute mouse. I had like VHS tapes on it too. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, the song came out after the ice cream or before the ice cream? Before the ice cream. So then, what's the song about? It's a drink. Then why did you say it's ice cream? No, the Chunky Monkey. Chunky right. Monkey. He said ice cream. Oh. Who's he on said first? ice cream. Who's on first? <laughs> and, and you said <laughs> you said it's a drink? Mm-hmm. So they named a, they did a song about a drink? Mm-hmm. Yep. What is in the Chunky? Well, no, ne- never mind. I don't it, want to know. It's alcohol. Thank you. Thank you. An adult beverage. Well, good morning, Stephanie. How are you? Oh, good morning. Happy Tuesday. It is. It is. It's a glorious day, isn't it? Well, I don't Why know not? if I can. Yeah, okay. I'm going to be positive. I'm so let be... me ask you a question. Seriously. Okay, let's how talk about many, it. How many April 4th, 2023s will you live in this lifetime? Just one. That, then make the best of it. I agree. I, you got to go out there and have a great day. What is this? Pick me up stuff? What? <laughs> just, I think I I'm think, happy. I think I'm going to start this. This uh, every morning we could meditate. We could do yoga. I, 
it, only if it's strawberry. I love strawberry yogurt. I didn't say yogurt. I said oh. yoga. I think we should. I've said this yoda? before. We should all do. Is that a where yoga. everybody sits around in their underwear? No, you in, sit in, in, in your hums, underwear and hums. That's like those monks. <laughs> what? Don't the monks sit around like in their robes and stuff, and they don't talk, but they meditate. they don't talk. They don't talk, right? Monks wow. don't talk. Where are we going today? Nothing, but I can see Ward. He's just a baby. Ward's like, well, I don't feel good. Why am I here? I don't want to listen to her today. He came to work going, you know what? I want to have a conversation about monks. I know. And Chunky Monkey. And Chunky Monkey. <laughs> chunky Monkey is good. They don't make it anymore, but it was yeah. good. Oh, the, Why don't it they was make like it anymore? like a seasonal ice cream? No, it's just discontinued from Ben and Jerry's. Because Aww. they didn't, they didn't sell, sell enough. enough? Well, clearly. There you go. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. You were you were not the majority. I was a chunky monkey. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and if you eat too much of it, you'll become a chunky monkey. <laughs> you could. <laughs> anyway. Well, wow. Okay. <laughs> good morning. Here we are. Good morning. So, again, let's talk about this yogurt that you want to do. Uh, it's a yoga class, and uh-huh. I know where we can go. Is that the hot yoga where you sit around in your underwear in the heat? Nobody's sitting around in their underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We wear shorts, and we just take our shoes off. And is it the one um, that's in the in the in the, the heat? In, where no, they do no, it no, in no. The- you're gonna if you do yoga right, you're gonna get all sweaty anyway. I perspire. I don't sweat. <laughs> you glisten? I glisten. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what, Ward? Ward's just staring at me. Again, he's like, it's twice he wants he to wants, just say something. I yeah. know, but he's not. He don't right. feel good. I'm sorry. I hope you feel better. We're all going to be sick tomorrow. Hey, but on another note. <laughs> yes? Oh, see, look at her segue for us. <laughs> Sandboarding. Well, of course. Okay. Go on. I did a segment a while back about people going down these hills on mats. Uh-huh. This is like snowboarding. It's like a snowboard, but it's a special board. And they are going down 500-foot sand dunes, doing tricks. And they're going like 55 miles an hour. Oh, they do that over like in Tyler. <laughs> they don't, nah, whatever. This is actually started in Egypt because they have sand over there. Really? Really. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> they don't have it in Tyler? They have roses in Tyler. Oh, okay. nice. Hello, quick. So, the nat- they have championships all over. It is now considered an extreme sport. I don't know if it's in the X Games yet because you have to go, and I didn't know this. Okay, of course, South Africa, Peru, and Argentina have big sand dunes, uh-huh. Spain. But did you know this? Canada has a sand dune where they wow. actually compete. Really? You can pull up a map and see all these different states. Where's it at? In our country. Where's it at in Canada? I can't say the word Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. <laughs> Saskatchewan. <laughs> Saskatchewan. It's called the Great Sand Hill in Saskatchewan. However you say it. <laughs> That's a hard word to say. Yeah. That's early. Saskatchewan. Yes. So they have to do... It's their speed, their tricks, just like you see in snowboarding. Uh-huh. Um, you've got to have a lot of strength. And they suggest that if you're a beginning, don't if you're a beginner at this, don't try any tricks. <laughs> so what why would you? Um straight down the hill, no tricks. You could do that. But here's the thing. Yeah. Here's if you want to try it, Tom, let me just give you 
some pointers. I actually, it does look kind of interesting. You <laughs> it looks kind of fun. Yeah, it does. It says, first, you need, must always keep your weight on your back leg. Okay? Not a kinda problem. Kind of like snowboarding. Not a problem. Second, knees should be bent. Not a problem. You don't want to lock them. No. Not break yourself. Third, keep your hips centered. And lastly, make sure your mouth is shut and your eyes are open <laughs> so you don't fall. <laughs> you probably got to have a helmet with the goggles. And- oh, I'm sure you do. I mean, because... If you're going down that fast, the sand. First of all, I don't want to go 55. I want to go on the on the little kitty trail. <laughs> you can't drive 55. <laughs> yeah, I can't drive. Yeah. But um, do they have a kitty trail? I don't know. I don't even know if you can take lessons. Maybe on get this. a learner's permit. A learner's permit. I bet you could. Probably, but uh, yeah, it's a big thing, and um, the national champ or the world champ still holding. Uh, How much money do you win? Oh, I didn't get that. I don't think much. Like maybe five dollars. Um, Five. <laughs> and it costs you 10 to enter. So really, you're in the hall. So Eric Johnson from the United States holds the record. Um, and he, there is a competition called Ma- Master Jam in California in one of their sand dunes somewhere. So we could always take a trip, road trip. Yeah, that'd be fun. Just dri- drive on over to... I'm in. <laughs> drive on over to Egypt. Is that what you said? We could, you can't drive to Egypt. Oh, you can't. It's more than a hundred miles, Tom. Oh, you okay. Have to get Run on out a, of gas. You have to get on an airplane. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, so do you know? Just a little trivia. Probably not. Do you know what is the most viewed women's college basketball game ever? Ever. 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 Probably this past one with. Uh, What's her name? Kim and LSU. That would be it. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's your name that won that championship? And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. 9.9 9 million. And you know what? Eyeballs. I'm happy for her. I'm happy for her. And I was, you know, I was into my seat watching. And I even stayed up last night. Mm-hmm. I really thought San Diego was going to come back in fourth quarter. They were, but you know, they were still like 13 behind. Through the whole game. 13 points behind usually the whole game. And if they would have made their shots, I think it would have been a closer game. Really? <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's see. Okay, if they, I, if now they, that I said that out loud, that was kind of dumb. Well, I let get me it. just say this. As a sports guy, if they would have scored more points, they would have been a lot closer. I know. But, I mean, I watched them. They had some good shots. They just were not going in. They just were not going in. And they were fouling a lot in fourth at the in second half. Now, you're not going to like this. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. Talking today. JB says, the song says funky monkey, not chunky Well, there monkey. you go. You were way off, right? It says both. It, yeah. Oh, it says oh, both. Listen to the song. What's his name? JB. This is JB. Listen to the song. JB Listen to says, the whole funky song. monkey, brass chunky, chunky monkey. monkey. Oh. So, yeah. I don't know, so. I'm going to print off the lyrics. No, it, it does not say chunky. It doesn't? No. Oh. You're way off, Ryan. Ward is reading the lyrics over yeah, there. I've got the I, lyrics pulled up. Okay. I've been mishearing it. Can we even say the long? lyrics out here? Yeah, I mean, the first word, brass monkey, that funky monkey, brass monkey, junkie. Oh, junkie. Junkie. Monkey. He says junkie. I like chunky a lot better. <laughs> I thought it, it's junkie, but I thought it was chunky. That's, well, dang it. JB fixed My life y'all is a lie, Steph. No. Oh. Time to talk high school football. Uh-oh. Oh, Uh-oh. Let's school talk football. high school football. Yeah, let's do <laughs> Why does that happen? Wow. This, what a morning we're having today. The sensitive touch screen. Well. Good Lord. Anyways. 
Well, it's always been sensitive. It's, it's I'm got sensitive. feelings. It's got <laughs> feelings. Feelings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's sick. see. It's a sing along this morning. <laughs> this is crazy. I don't even know. We've got so many directions. <laughs> Whoa. I don't even, my head is spinning. I don't even know where Whoa. to go. There's something new. Yeah. Oh, wow, Ward. What? Re, what? Re, rename the segment Sports with Captain Obvious. <laughs> Who is talking? I'm not telling. <laughs> I'm not telling. Grumpy? Yes. Grumpy. I'm, I'm not, not telling. telling. Yes. What does that mean, Captain Obvious? I'm not going to mention Grumpy's name. Not who, at all. Never. Who is, who is Captain Obvious? Is that a character? No. <laughs> Is that like Captain America? Oh, Captain Obvious. Yeah, kind of. Sort of. Is he saying I'm dumb? No. No, oh. he's, he's saying you're <laughs> stating the obvious. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. that means I'm smart. There you go. <sighs> Anyways, we've gone in all different directions. I hope everyone has a happy Tuesday. Ward, I hope you get to feeling better. I'm good. I want to report back tomorrow on your day today. Okay. You want me to what all step you, by step? Yeah, well, all you did today to make this a better world... I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> we are the again. world. Third time. We to- are the children. Let's all. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my gosh! Will you stop at that already? Oh my goodness! Anyways, everyone have a happy Tuesday, see you and bye. I will see you in the morning. All right. Have a good day. Uh, yeah, eight thirty-one. Baylor Bear Baseball Tuesday. Here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back home at Baylor Ballpark Tuesday, hosting Stephen F. Austin. 6.15 for the warm-up show. 6.30 first pitch Tuesday for the Bears and the Jacks. Join Derek Smith and Ryan Boyd for all the play-by-play action of Baylor baseball. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground, perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. In Cummins Bank, member FDIC. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of Time Tractors today at the locally owned and operated Emerson Tractors in Robinson, where service is their name. Find sports news, 
streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. UConn beat San Diego State 76-59 to take the NCAA Division I Men's Basketball Championship. It's the fifth national title for the Huskies. A bases loaded walk in the bottom of the ninth completed an MCC comeback as the Highlanders beat San Jacinto 10-9. Their next action will be a doubleheader at Temple on Wednesday. Due to weather concerns, MCC softball has moved the first of four games with Temple to Bosque River Ballpark today starting at 1 o'clock. Baylor baseball is at home tonight hosting Stephen F. Austin. First pitch at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. In Major League Baseball, the Astros lost to Detroit 7-6 in 11 innings. The Rangers were shut out by Baltimore 2-0 and host the Orioles again tonight. You can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. August, August, I'm sorry, April the 22nd. Uh, it will be the spring football game, the green and gold game at McLean Stadium. Should be a lot of fun. And uh, spring football practices going on right now as uh, as you get ready for uh, as as they get ready for uh, the spring game. And uh, they had a practice yesterday, and then uh, they will have another practice this afternoon. And uh, we'll be out there uh, this afternoon. And um, when they meet with the media, the coaches, uh, there's it's just a variety. Sometimes they bring running backs. Sometimes it just depends. Uh, well, the other day, I guess it was Saturday, they brought uh, Coach Aranda and uh, and some of the specialists. One of the specialists, guys, is the uh, is the deep snapper, uh, Garrison Grimes. And one of the things that makes him special about this deal is not only is the deep snapper, but he's one of those guys that likes to play football. I mean, if, you know, he was asked if he'd love to still be playing linebacker. He said, yeah. I mean, and he's one of the first guys that gets down on, on kick coverage and you don't see that often, where the where the deep snappers, you know, a lot of times the first guy down uh, on the uh, on the coverage. But the other thing that makes this interesting is Grimes is the son of the offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes, and he was asked what it's like having your dad out in practice and interacting with your dad while he's working and you're playing football. That's that's something that. Um... It's a lot cooler than I thought it'd be. Because, like, 
in high school, I would like go to practices and stuff and I'd see him coach, but actually being out here like with him every day and seeing him coach and have an influence on all the players he's coaching is really cool. And seeing all the work he puts in to it too, like to provide for my family is really cool too. So that's definitely a, something really cool that I get to see firsthand. Isn't that a great answer? I mean, just a, a great, thoughtful answer from that young man. Just, yeah. I, I just, I, I just, I, I found that refreshing when we were going through it and listening to him talk and, and, and asking him questions. I just thought, hey, how refreshing and how neat is that for a young man to be appreciative of what his, what his dad does to, to provide for the family and, you know, and, and see how much work he puts into preparing these young men to play football. And, and, and for, the, for the son to recognize that really kind of from afar because he's with specialists, you know, he's not right there in the middle of the offensive practice. Well, surely cool. he's noticed that even being at home. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would I, I would played think. for my dad. I know how hard he worked Yeah, day in and day out and how much time he spent at the field house even growing up and then playing underneath him, you get a, you get a special, a special opportunity. And, you know, you, you hear it all the time. Coaches, kids, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a, it's a unique situation to be in. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I just, I, I like that. So I thought we'd share that with you. And again, practice continues today. Uh, and uh, hopefully we'll be out there to uh, to visit with uh, players and coaches this afternoon after practice. It's uh, 8.40, 20 away from 9. I want to get back to um, to the women's championship game. And, and just the 9.9 million viewers, the 12.6 at its peak, most high, highest rated women's basketball game of all time. Does that give – was that, was that just – a one-off, if you will, or or is that creating some momentum going into the 24-25 season or 23-24 season? No, does not. You don't think? No. I mean, it was up 103% from last year. How about that? There's only one or two reasons why, and we touched on that earlier. It was Kim Mulkey. Mm-hmm. She was on the sidelines, and she's recognizable throughout the country. Maybe – even more recognizable than than anybody else in the game right now. And the fact that you had a team knock off an undefeated team to get to the championship. And, oh, by the way, they have the best player in the country playing for them. Scoring 40 a night. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's not even, not even close who the best player is. Mm-hmm. She is by far. You're talking about Clark? Yes. Yeah. I had no doubt. So... I guess the question is when with and you're right why why people were watching, but did they find the product entertaining enough to be a part of it maybe, as as we maybe move if, forward? If they find the storyline of Kim Mulkey's back there again next year going for back to back and you know, and there's another Cinderella in there, maybe. I don't know. But you don't go from four point eight five million last year to nine point nine million mm-hmm. this year without having some outlying factors. And it's not look, it's not the fact that everybody woke up and said, oh, let's watch women's basketball all of a sudden. That it had nothing to do with it. You know, I'm curious, because I'll be honest with you, and I think I mentioned it to you, Ryan, I thought that they would struggle because it was not a prime time game. It was an afternoon game. I thought, you know, 
on a after on a Sunday afternoon, hey, you know, people like to get out, move around, do things in springtime. I thought they might struggle with with audience. I think what helped, but it, it wasn't. It was quite the opposite. I think what helped it too is that if South Carolina would have gotten past Iowa and made it to the championship, I think most people would have just written it off as good point. Okay, they're gonna they're gonna just run away with it. It's probably not even gonna be worth watching aside yeah, from the and, first five minutes. And, and let's not forget, this is the first national championship that was on network television. Mm-hmm. It was on in ABC a long time since Tennessee was on. Um, Let's see. I was just looking at that. Oh, 1995 on CBS. They mm-hmm. pulled wow. 7.4 million. It's a good so, point. It's a good point. Network TV is more accessible to everybody out there. Anybody. Anybody yeah. who's got a TV can turn it on. Right. I mean, you have rabbit ears and turn it on. Right. And so that that has a lot to do You know what rabbit ears it. are? Yeah, the antennas that are on top <laughs> of the TV. That's the TV I grew up with. Uh, so every other time it's been on ESPN. Yeah. But that, did, that were, has a lot to do with it. Were you a little concerned that it was in the afternoon and not in prime time? Um, like at 6 or 7 o'clock like it normally is? No. See, I, liked I was. It. I liked it. Well, so, you know, I, I came around to liking it. I, I mean, I made sure that I was hunkered down to watch it, if you know what I mean. But I, I, I thought, you know, how many people are out playing golf or, or this or that or the other, gardening, whatever, because it's spring day. And I was concerned that they that the numbers might not be what they would hope for. But you, that's a great point. It was on it was on network television as opposed to cable. And did that bring more eyeballs to to the sure television? Did. It Absolutely, certainly gave them the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. So I I didn't know that. I, I just I found it refreshing that uh, that you know you had that kind of participation uh, with with viewership. You know, we'd been talking about the XFL. And you know what they're drawing? They're drawing about a million. Well, you had 9.9 here, and at its peak, 12.6. That's that's good stuff. You know, we'll find out uh, either later today or tomorrow what the men drew uh, down in Houston. But think about that now for a second. We had both championships in the Lone Star State. Is that by accident? No. Kind of cool, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, you had the women in Dallas and the men in Houston, so good stuff. All right, uh, 844. You want the way-too-early poll for next year? For next year. Lay it on me, the way-too-early poll. All right, number one, UConn Huskies. Go figure. Number two, Marquette. Ah. Number three, Duke. Number four, Kentucky. Number five, Florida Atlantic. Number six, Michigan State. Number seven, Kansas Jayhawks. Number eight, Arizona. Nine, Houston. 10, Creighton. How about that? How many Blue Bloods were in that list? Uh, Several. One, two, three, three, or four if you want to count UConn. <laughs> you just, you, you're just not going to put them on that list, are you? Oh, boy, that's funny. Uh, 845, 15 away from now. Okay, simple question. Is UConn a blue blood? Yes or no? Yeah, they they need to be. I think with five national championships, you got to be. Again, I agree with with the with the rationale, but I'll ask again when when I brought that up an hour and a half ago, none uh, of us said it. Ask me tomorrow, and they won't be. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of the point. Kind of the point. 
It just it that it's an interesting conversation to say the least. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's see. We're eight forty-five. We're fifteen away from nine. Uh, coming up at nine, it's Greeny three this afternoon. It is John Morris at four o'clock today. It is Matt Mosley here on ESPN Central Texas as. Uh, as we roll through this Tuesday, now John is going to have Brittany Newman. She is the uh, associate head coach of the Baylor softball team. She's going to be on at the 3 o'clock hour with J-Mo. As they get ready to, to step out of conference, this is an interesting deal. They're going to, I think, to Knoxville. And I think they're going to play Mercer in Tennessee on Thursday. And then on Friday, they're going to play Mercer in Tennessee. So we'll have uh, and we'll have all of those games on our sister station, Cool 101.3. So uh, that'll be coming up uh, at three o'clock this afternoon with JMO here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, eight forty-six. We're right back for more in a moment. Recently on Game Time, we welcome in from Westwood One Radio, Ted Emmerich. Ted, good morning. That's where the tournament has gone. Yeah, 15th seed can not just make it to the second weekend, but even go all the way to the Elite Eight. And again, it's a 15 next to the name. Who cares? Even a 16. Now that we've seen it twice, beating a one, it's not like there is full-fledged parity, but it's certainly a lot more wide open than it used to be. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's a fact. No matter what kind of car you own, what make or model, eventually it's going to need to come in for repair or service. And if you don't know a lot about cars, then you need to know Jesse Bridge. Hi, I'm Jesse. Let's take a look. He'll tell you the truth about what's wrong with your car and what it's going to take to fix it. And get you back on the road again. Ask about Jesse Britt's famous $49.99 wheel alignment special. Just $49.99 for any wheel up to 22 inches. You're good to go. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. UConn beat San Diego State 76-59 to take the NCAA Division I Men's Basketball Championship. It's the fifth national title for the Huskies. A bases loaded walk in the bottom of the ninth completed an MCC comeback as the Highlanders beat San Jacinto 10-9. Their next action will be a doubleheader at Temple on Wednesday. Due to weather concerns, MCC softball has moved the first of four games with Temple to Bosque River Ballpark today starting at 1 o'clock. Baylor baseball is at home tonight hosting Stephen F. Austin. First pitch at 6.30 and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. In Major League Baseball, the Astros lost to Detroit 7-6 in 11 innings. The Rangers were shut out by Baltimore 2-0 and host the Orioles again tonight. You can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, it's 8.50, 10 away from 9. Uh, coming up tonight, right here on ESPN Central Texas, we'll have college baseball for you. The Bears and Stephen F. Austin, 6.15 for the warm-up, 6.30 first pitch. And uh, down the hall on Fox Sports Central Texas, we'll have the Ranger broadcast. Texas taking on Baltimore, trying to snap that one-game losing streak and, and, uh, and work closer to 100. They're at three now, Ward, working towards 100. Three on their way to 100. Mm. So, uh, I I don't know, Ryan. I think they get it done. I I hope so. I'm gonna be there. I'm very excited. You're going to the game tonight. I'm gonna be there. I'm excited. My first game of the year. Well, very you go to about 45 a year. I mean, you ever seen anybody go as many games as this dude? It's amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, what else do we got? A couple of quick notes here. Uh, what do we make of this? Baylor guard L.J. Cryer plans to enter the transfer portal. Uh, that, according to. Uh, some reports coming from ESPN. Cryer has been a uh, consistent contributor for the Bears the past couple of seasons and, of course, is one of the best uh, three-point shooting uh, shooting guards in the country. We all know that. He first talked about declaring for the NBA, and I saw that, what, over the weekend, I think? It was, it was la- like late last week. Late last week, yeah. And I was, I was reading that, and now – He's uh, he's declaring he's he's talking about the the portal, so just change change the scenery. Is that what we're looking at? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's found some reason why he wants to leave, or if it's the two guards that are coming in as freshmen that are intimidating to him. I I don't know. I have no idea what's going on, but obviously. First it was the draft, and now it's the transfer portal. So maybe he's just trying to look for NIL and see if it's out there. I mean, you never know nowadays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just don't. Yeah. Well, and that's a, that's a great point. I mean, it's there's a variety of reasons now mm-hmm. why, why you do things. And, and, of course, you know, Keontae George is going to the NBA. Mm-hmm. So 
And then do we know the status of Adam Flagler? I mean, you could have – I mean, you could be without any veteran guards. And this has always been a guard-heavy program. Mm-hmm. Now, they got some young ones coming in. Kobe no- Walter, number 14 on ESPN Top 100, and Myro Little, number 33 on their Top 100. Both of them are heading to Baylor next yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, but both, again – Both are guards. But again, uh, you know – Both are one and done. You think? Yeah. The The – the experience level is is not there, but obviously very talented young men. But it is interesting that LJ Cryer has said, "You know what? Let's let's go this way. Let's go do this." So uh, we'll see how, how how that all works out. But yeah, with with Keontae George going to the NBA, and uh, and again, what is Flagler's status? And who knows? So we'll we'll see how it all unfolds. But uh, LJ Cryer is declaring or has declared for the uh, for the. Uh, that he's going into the portal. So he's in the portal. All right. Uh, 8.54. We're six away from nine. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Again, baseball tonight, 6.15 for the warm-up, 6.30 for the first pitch. Let's see, and let's hope that the Bears can can uh, get off that little streak that they're on right now and um, and bounce back and, and get a, a midweek W as they get ready to welcome in Oklahoma. And this is, this is always, to me, this is always a fun week in college baseball because of the um, – of Easter, you you change your schedule a little bit. You go Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So they play tonight, have an off day Wednesday, and they play Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, it kind of gives you that MLB feel where you're playing a lot of baseball in a short period of time. So you better have arms ready to go. There's not a whole lot of rest there. It's Tuesday, it's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and then they'll uh, they'll take Sunday and be with their families for Easter. All right, uh, again, John Morris is coming your way at 3. Matt Mosley's here at 4. We're back tomorrow morning at 7. Have yourself a great day.